That's the beginning of the Great White North, people, if you don't know it. Get to know SCTV. Second City Television. The Canada version of Saturday Night Live. John Candy, Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, Eugene Levy. The whole nine. Definitely worth watching. Alright, this is Driving Home, Driving Home with Stu. Driving home, nothing else will do. Driving home with ASTU. Driving home, how do you do? Alright, that's my theme song now. That's my theme song as I go over my speed bump. Woo, it's hot as heck in this car. Gotta kick on the AC. The AC, if you know what I mean. AC and mean do not rhyme. All right, so hopefully today will be a better broadcast. I don't have to rush to the restroom. And I'm not going to lose my train of thought. Although, what were we just talking about? Hey, no need to honk. No need to honk, people. We have plenty of time to make it through this arrow. Jeez. Rude. Rude. All right, lady, what are you sitting on the street for, you crazy lady? So I'm hoping today will be more interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on a few important details and things. I, this is an improv comedy show. A, I'm making it all up as I go along, as we drive and as we seek out new life and new civilizations and boldly go where no one has gone before. High Ridge Road in Stanford. So yesterday I had a little trouble concentrating, might not have had the best podcast, but we are working on it. I am now on so many different platforms, Spotify, Google Casts, Apple Pods, I don't know, there's a couple others, I gotta look them up and I gotta write them down because I just can't recall. I'm like a Republican after a scandal, or just a a politician after a scandal. I don't recall. Well, I recall. I recall a time when life would pass me by. Well, today was a good day at work. Um, you know, glad the day is true. Very, very tired. I just had a prep period. My, whoa, dude, it's not a stop sign. You schmeckle, it's a yield. You don't stop. Especially when there's no oncoming traffic. Knucklehead. Oop, that was a little farty for the party. If anybody caught it. Now, let's see what's going on. Yesterday was the second week of the NFL. Or at least the Monday night game of the second week of the NFL. The Jets got spanked by the Browns. Which I could have told you that was going to happen. Because the Jets suck. Remember, we're New England fans here, so we do not care for the Jets, the Dolphins, or the Bills. The Bills never win, except for this past Sunday. They beat the Gents, or the Giants. But they usually never win, so we don't hate them as much as we hate the Jets and the Dolphins. Because the Pats will usually split a victory with each. They'll usually win one, lose one. Or, or usually always win one, lose one with Miami. The Jets, not so much. The Jets, it really all depends on who's running the show and who their quarterback is. 
they really have not shown any promise since the tune around them. And when they had, uh, what was it? Let's go, let's go. What's his name? Um, who was that quarterback? Oh, oh, uh, ah, he went to like Harvard or something. Not Fitzpatrick. He's playing, I think, on the Dolphins. Uh, this guy goes from team to team. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, Chad Pennington. Yeah, I remember that, son. Chad Pennington. He was a very good quarterback. He was an Ivy Leaguer, but he was always hurt. He was one of these quarterbacks that's always injured. And what I think of several quarterbacks in today's NFL that follow suit. You know, I hope Carson Wentz has a good season and he's, he's you know, in the playoffs because he definitely deserves to be. But he also strikes me as, where are you going, Shlomo? He also strikes me as somebody who is injury prone. He's had two seasons of injuries. So we'll see how that all pans out. But Nick Foles, his backup, who won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, he's out for the season, I think. Uh, where'd he go? To Jacksonville. Yeah, now this guy, Minshew, something Minshew. And he's, he seems decent, but they couldn't beat uh, Chiefs? No, they didn't play the Chiefs. Who they play this Sunday? The Jags against the Texans, I think, and they lost, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have my winners and losers in front of me. But they didn't do great, even with, uh, with Minshew. But Minshew is going to start, wait, did he start this, Saturday, this Sunday? Or is he starting next Sunday? Either way, they didn't win. Another sad tale for the Jags. I think that one year they made it to the playoffs and made it to the AFC Championship game. Oh, that was two years ago, right? I think we beat them. And then we went into the Super Bowl against the Eagles, which we lost. And then last year was against the Chiefs in the championship game. But the Jags gave us quite a fight. The Jags almost went to the Super Bowl. The Jags lit it up. And now the Jags are stinking up the pavement. And that happens. That happens to, to football teams where they have like a one killer year. Any sports team, really. They'll have a killer year, and then the next year they'll play like Dudu Kaka. So... Those type of things do happen. I'm not really sure where Jacksonville's going. They weren't as good last year as they were the year prior. So who's to say? I mean, it's anybody's season. Now, of course, if you've got two losses on your resume already, it does not look good for the future of the year. But I still don't think you should write a team off. The Pats went 2-0 one year, I forget what year it was, <laughs> but then they ended up going to the Super Bowl, or at least the championship game, or definitely the playoffs, because wait, they're the Patriots, and everybody hates them, except for Patriots fans, because they're jealous, they just keep using, oh, you cheat, man, you cheat, let me tell you something, football lends itself to cheating, it is a cheating sport, every team cheats, and every team cheats like there's no tomorrow. If they are an honest team, they're not winning games, and they're not competing in the NFL. And all I know is, is that Bounty Gate, which was the worst scandal, I think, of all time, where they were making a Doug 
somebody. Evans? No, that doesn't seem right. Doug somebody. Doug the douche. He was putting up bounties in the locker room. You know, take out this quarterback for 40 Gs. You know, injure this wide receiver for 25 or whatever. The, the It was kind of expensive. I think it was more in like the $40,000, $50,000 range. So, of course, you're going to go head hunting. You make an extra extra scratch, man. Extra cheddar. You making that cheddar? Ain't nothing better than making that cheddar. So football, the football, the ball of the foot. So it lends itself to cheating. Perfect example. I worked at a junior high school in my town years ago when I was getting my cert to teach. And I was, I, actually I was getting paid. I was the study hall teacher, which was awful. The kids didn't do anything. They didn't want to do anything. And whatever homework they had, I couldn't help them with it anyway because it was, I was just starting out in my career. Uh, you know, in, in grad school, I was just starting out in school. So I still had so much to learn. And I didn't really know how to deal with kids on that, that serious level. And I really still don't know math to this day. So I couldn't really help anybody with math homework. But the long and the short of it is there was a 6th grade, 7th grade, and 8th grade team. There was varsity, junior varsity, and JJV, which was my responsibility. I could tell you a funny story about that, but first, this. The 7th grade team did not have enough players for the championship playoff game. They did not have enough players. Now, granted, if they didn't get enough players, they would have had to forfeit. Now, I don't remember exactly what happened. If we ended up getting the the, the seventh player, not the seventh player, the the eleventh player, because we were shy on the roster, or maybe even we needed to be deeper than that, I don't know. But they sent me to go pick up a sixth grader so he could pose as a seventh grader so they could play the game because they were in a jam. They didn't have enough people. Well, they got caught. They got caught. And because it was so stupid, I think the kid's name was on like a separate list. So when we tried to play him in the seventh grade, they were like, nah, he's a sixth grade. He's on the other team. So there you go. They get caught cheating. They don't get to play in the playoffs. The kids had to miss out. They had to, um, they had to miss out. They had to forfeit. And the coach had to explain to these kids why they couldn't play in their championship game, in their playoff game. I think it was only the first round. So it was pretty awful. And then, of course, the eighth grade lost, and the sixth grade never made it because they were chumps. They were chumps. I needed a play. I needed something. All right? Parents were starting to get irritating with me irritated with me. I was never a coach before. I didn't really understand. Kid asked me to help him put on his pad and I didn't know how to do it. I was like, uh, yeah, ask coach, whatever his name is. So I didn't know what I was doing, but I was trying my best. Finally, I'm sitting with, um, this guy I befriended in college who was the one who turned me on to, uh, coaching at Ripawan, which I really didn't want to go coach. I just wanted to like be a shadow on the wall and I fly on the wall and learn a lot about defense. Excuse me. It's about defense. But uh, they put me as a, a coach. So I'm sitting there and I'm talking to the coach of Stanford High. And I'm like, my man, can you give me something? Just a little something. 
that I could put in place so we could we could get somewhere up the field. We could even get five yards up the field. So he was like, no problem. He writes me up this play. He shows me how to do it. I bring it to the, to the crew the following Sunday. Um, oh, I'll never forget that, too. I had to do something for college. They gave me so much guilt that I wasn't at one of their games. And I was like, you know, you can guilt me all you want. I still got a college comes first. I'm a volunteer coach at Ripawam. I think I could... Uh, so, um, oop, I didn't mean to say the name of the school. Um, it, it was a different school. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, the sport lends itself to cheating, man. People cheat. And Bounty Gate, where they were paying people to knock other players out, was far worse than any spy gate filming some signals that didn't amount to anything. And even if you know another, a, an entire team's playbook, where are you guys going? Why did you just do that? Why did you just do that? Oh, because this person could still get through it, but that was still a stupid move. Where's this person going? Oh, okay. Jeez, some people are dumber than stumps they are. They're as foolish as can be. <laughs> so, yeah, it lends itself to cheating. It's definitely a cheating sport. Pardon me while I clean up my car a little bit. Still got some corn muffin left over from this morning. It's a little stale. Well, here we go, here we go. You go, then I go. You go, then I go. Here we go. All right, sorry. That must have sounded very loud on the podcast. <laughs> I think I'll uh, refrain from cleaning up my space. Now, one nice thing about living in town is I have barely spent any gas getting to and from work. It's been a beautiful thing. It's been a blessing. Usually, I would take four trips to the city and need to throw in another 20 beans. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal going to New York. What a brutal, brutal, brutal place. Brutal. Ugh, I am so glad I don't work in the city anymore. Oh my God. I mean, it's like night and day, people. Night and day. So they're gonna they're gonna fish up um, some of uh, Trumpy's tax returns, there, darling. How he did. They're gonna have the tax returns. Which, I, that's not going to do squat. Nothing's going to do squat. Donald Trump is untouchable. He's the true Teflon Don. This guy gets away with everything. The, the amount of crap that spews out of his mouth, it's like he's got verbal diarrhea, and every day he gets a chance. He's a diaper on his mouth. He's got such diarrhea. Just pouring out like there's no thing. Lies, deceit, and he is still the president, and 81% of something of Republicans still approve of him. And, you know, it's just got to get down to 2020. If you're a Trump supporter, you probably shouldn't listen to me because I've got nothing nice to say about Donald Trump. It's funny, though. I read an article about he is more socialist than one could possibly imagine. And a lot of his programs, even though they don't seem it because they seem harsh to more of a liberal point of view, they are... uh, They are... They are truly socialist. The isolationist property, uh, property, the isolationist um, policy they were saying that he wants and some of the other things actually fall under a socialist guise, which is pretty funny. It's 
pretty interesting. That goes to show me that I say that all the time. That the people who do not understand socialism, or, let me rephrase that. The people who are against socialism and say it's communism and say it's terrible for the country and all this stuff, A, can't spell it and B, can't explain it. And if you don't understand something, if you are uneducated, then you fear it and you are afraid of it and you're afraid of what might happen. What is this guy doing? That is a crazy place for a bus to stop. It is, it's in the middle of an intersection. Oh, I guess that's where this person lives. Interesting, interesting way the bus just did that. He completely blocked off the intersection, making it impossible for the other three cars at the stop sign to go, which guarantees that the child could get out safely if she crosses in front of the bus. That bus driver deserves some kudos. He really seemed to know what he was doing. Bus drivers drive like part-time. Not city bus drivers, but you know, like school bus drivers. So, oh lady, where did you just come from? Um, so school school buses I'm talking about. So, you know, you might you might get some schlebs in the bunch there. You might get some rotten apples that ruined the bunch. That I think they finally put if I'm not mistaken, they finally put seatbelts on both school buses and, if I'm not mistaken, in the new Star Trek films on the Star Trek Starship Enterprise. Because if you watch the old ones, everyone goes flying every time there's some sort of an explosion on the deck. Everyone's like, ah! They go flying. And that's because they're not seatbelted in. Which you would think that far in the future, they would kind of have an idea of flight safety. But, you know, Spock, we can't get power to the shields. Scotty, I need shield power. Scotty, I need shields. He needs panty shields, that son of a gun. No, I do love uh, William Shatter. It's the only autographed picture I own. It cost me 80 freaking beans, 75 for the 75 for the sign, and five for the, uh, the picture that I got signed. And it is one of my prides and joy. I, I have it, well, I had it up in my office, but we have graciously given my office to my madre as her room, where she has been staying with us now that she is old and a little ill. So I don't have my man cave, which was also a slash, my man cave was a slash office, slash dressing room for the closet filled with my stuff, because we didn't have enough room in my regular bedroom. Uh, it was where the kitties go to litter and it was uh, the guest room. So it served all those purposes and now it's just me mom's room. Hopefully for a nice long time. Sir, there is a little something called a turn signal. We're talking about a turn signal. It goes left, it goes right. You need to slow down, chief. These people get their license from a Cracker Jack box. Hey, hey, that's gotta be elite. Here we go, parking behind the missus. How are we doing for time? Hold on one sec. 19, oh, okay, 19 minutes. Let's get it up to 20, shall we? What shall we talk about? Oh, let's go back to what I was saying the other day about my church of no religion. That is what I'm going to start. I'm going to start the church of no religion. It'll be for people who think big religion is... Uh, Stupid, awful, irritating, dumb, uh, oppressive, uh, ancient, and archaic and thinking, so on and so forth. Let's just ditch those churches, mosques, and cities, 
synagogues, city for short. Let's diss those all, and let's just start joining the church of no religion. That includes atheists and agnostics, too. All right, that's it for me. I will see you all tomorrow.